0: and welcome back to another episode of A Conversation with Jenna. If this is your first time here, hey, I'm Jenna, and I'm so glad that you're joining me here today. A little disclaimer that you will hear in every episode is this. What I'm about to share with you are my personal thoughts, opinions, and experiences. I am not an expert, nor will everything that I say be factual. Please do your own research and think for yourself. As always, my hope is that my life experiences can help you in your life. So sit back and soak in the goodness. Let's jam. So I've been sick for almost two weeks now. And it all started the Tuesday before we went to Disneyland, which we went to Disneyland on Thursday. And I woke up on Tuesday and I was just like, oh no, I cannot be getting sick. I'm about to go to Disneyland. This is literally the worst possible time to be sick, right? And now here we are almost two weeks, like almost two weeks to the day. Tomorrow it will be two weeks and I like still have this residual sickness. So that's why my voice sounds a little funky and just, you'll just have to deal with it. And I'm so excited because as you know, I have braces and I just went and saw my orthodontist today, which is Dr. Frost Nichols. If you're in the Phoenix area, go to them. You will not be disappointed. Even if you live out of state, fly in to see them. They're totally worth it. While I was there today, I heard that Dr. Frost is in Dubai doing a conference. He'll be gone for two weeks and then when he comes back, I don't know if just Frost is going or if Nichols is going to and then they're going to Africa to do a conference and I was so curious I wanted to ask more about the Africa conference because I wanted to know like are you going to help like underpoverished areas like impoverished areas I don't think I'm saying that right uh, like are you going to help people who are in need who they might be having difficulty with their teeth but say they can't afford it like are you going to help Not that they would be actually the ones doing the work, but I'm wondering the training that they're going to be providing to the dentist. I don't know if it's like a conference where people are coming all over the world or if they're going to Africa to train the dentist dentist orthodontist, I should say, the orthodontist in Africa. Because I know like Dr. Frost is known for um, his like gummy smile technique. I think he pretty much invented it, I'm sure. It's like where you like, they like burn your gums to make sure that the smile is like, um, it is, is like better looking, like more aesthetic. So anyways, I just wish I could have asked Dr. Nichols, but because he was the only doctor in the office today, he was so busy and you could tell like he didn't have time for small talk, but usually I like to small talk with them and like get to know them and stuff. And, uh, but maybe I'll have an update on that soon, but I think it would be so cool if they went to Africa to like help. I know they're going to be doing training, like they're going to be training the dentist, but again, or the orthodontist, again, I don't know if they're coming from around the world for like a conference or if they're going down there to like help. I don't know. I think that'd be so cool. So let's get into this Disneyland trip. So like I said before, Tuesday, the week that we went to Disneyland, I got sick. And I feel like I've been sick a lot lately. It seems very, very strange, like what's happening with my body, because usually I don't get sick very often. And I don't think it was a, it was a cold. I really think it's allergies. And you know, every, my mom is like, we're going to test for COVID. It's like, no, I'm not going to test for COVID. No, no. I'm like over that. I'm not doing it. So um. anyways, Tuesday comes. I'm feeling under the weather. weather. Wednesday comes. I'm even more sick. Thursday comes, the day that we leave, I'm even more sick. And let's just start out the trip, okay? So not only am I sick, we uh, decided to fly Frontier to California because it was the cheapest fl- It was the cheapest way for us to fly there. And usually with the studio, so we're going, I should also preface by saying, the reason why I even went to Disneyland is because the show choir, the older two show choirs at my studio that I teach at, and then the um, dance company are Are performing there. And it's like, it's just so crazy to see how it's come full circle because when I was dancing competitively growing up, we would perform at Disneyland every single year. And now it's like, and now I'm there like with my students and they're performing. It's just so wild. But, um, and like hopefully one day maybe I'll be there with one of my children, but who knows that might not ever happen. But so first of all, we start out the day on Thursday with getting two text messages from Frontier uh, telling us that our flight is delayed not only once, but twice. And I thought it was so strange because they said that we were, they were delayed because of maintenance issues. And I'm like, dude, why were these maintenance issues not taken care of prior? Like prior, you're literally texting me at like 3 a.m. I think our flight left like 7-ish maybe. It was early, Okay. And I'm just thinking, unless the plane like just landed at 3 a.m. And now needs maintenance issues, like why were these issues not taken care of before? Anyways, I was still in bed, still at my house. So no big deal. So I get ready. I just like push the time I'm going to leave back. Right. So I get to the airport and I am the last person to arrive out of our whole crew. And I think there are 16 of us flying on this flight. And there's a woman named Amy who um, his her son is part of the show choir. And she's the one who like planned this whole thing. And it's so funny because I walk in, I walk into the uh, airport to like where everybody is standing by the gate or they're sitting at the gate and she just looks at me and she's like, she just made some comment like, basically what she was saying is, I can't believe that you're walking up just with a few minutes before we board. And, but that's totally my personality. Like, I'm not going to get there and wait for two hours. No, no. Like I'm going to probably show up at the very last minute, just have a few minutes before we board the airplane. And then I'm just going to walk on the airplane. Like no one wants to just wait around. If I'm going to wait, I would rather wait at my house usually. And so that's how I planned it. My neighbor drove me and I was like, yeah, we're going to get there and I'm going to have like. An hour to get through security and and get to the gate, so it was just really funny. And she was like, "Well, Jenna, you're an adult, so I I I knew I didn't I wasn't gonna worry about you. You're an adult; you can make your own decisions. And if she's gonna be late, she's gonna be late." I just thought it was so funny. So we get on our flight, okay? Then we get to Disney or we get to Santa Ana, right? And then we just take a taxi there, and then we check into our hotel, and then we are off to Disney and. Did we do Disneyland? Yes, we did Disneyland the first day and and we waited in all of those lines. Okay, I feel like how many of you forget about how bad the lines are at Disneyland until you get there and you're like, oh, right, these lines are... Forever long. And the last time I was, I was in Disneyland was 2019. And I went with my mom. She took me there for my birthday. And it was just like her and I. And she's not the biggest fan of roller coasters, but I am. I freaking love them so much. It's like when I'm riding them, I'm literally living my best life. I mean, the amount of joy that I get from riding these roller coasters and like going in flips and turns and twists and just like the rocking back and forth, it's like literally what I live for. So, I honestly had forgotten how bad the lines were because when my mom and I went, we got there super early. We did all the rides because there was just two of us and we left after it a day and a half and I felt like I was totally fulfilled and I got all of the rides in that I wanted to ride. I barely had to wait in any lines. We didn't have to do the genie like the Disney genie or for the lightning lanes or nothing. I don't even think I knew that that was a thing. Okay. So, <coughs> sorry, just have to clear my throat. Um, so we waited in the lines, and I'm thinking, like, I was with a couple girls who also teach at the studio, and um, we all roomed together, and, like, that's why, that's why we spent a majority of the time together, but also, you know, so anyways... I was like, the girls were like, no, let's not do that. I was like, girls, this is why we're here. We're here to ride these rides. If we don't do them now, we're never going to do them. The lines are just going to get worse. And it's like our first day. And I feel like when you haven't been to Disneyland in a while, you don't mind waiting in the lines. Because again, that's why you're here. You're so freaking excited to be there. So we waited in lines for um, Indiana Jones for like a long time. I don't know if it was like 60 minutes, 90 minutes, 45 minutes, but it was minutes. Okay. It was a really long time, but it was so worth it. And I totally recommend that if you go on that ride, sit on the end, do not sit in the middle, try to sit on the end because literally it feels like you're falling off. And I love that feeling. I think like when I was there in 2019, I don't remember loving the ride as much as I loved it this time because I sat on the end and it was so fun, like hanging off of the ride. So we do that. We do Disney Jungle Cruise, which I had never done that ride before, I don't think. And it's supposed to be like a comedy show, basically, where they just use a bunch of puns. And that was, that was an interesting ride. I did find it was good, but I did feel a certain way about it. And one of the jokes that the instructor made, and she was a female, is she said, yeah, my last bro- boyfriend broke up with me because I wanted commitment. And it just caused this like huge laugh in the boat. And my thought was that was a really sexist joke to make. And so after we got out of the boat, I told my friends how I felt. But my friends reassured me that they have heard a man say that same joke. And I was like, okay, good. Because you can't just be saying, you can't just have women be saying that. And Disney definitely gave them a script of things that they needed to say. And so that's why I like my red flag kind of went up, was like, ooh, I don't really love that they said that. But okay, they reassured me that men say that joke too. Okay, great. So we also do Big Fender Railroad, which is one of my favorite, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, I should say, which was one of my favorite rides. We did that ride so many times. Okay, so we had, we waited in the long line for that. And then, you know, the food lines are just crazy. I had Dole Whip, That day we waited in a long line for Dole Whip and that was my first time having Dole Whip and I got to say I didn't love it. Um, I did have it mixed with like the mango flavor. Everybody was telling me that if it's my first time eating it, I should have the regular like pineapple flavor. But I just I just didn't find it to be that great. Um, Space Mountain, I feel like was closed most of the time that we were there. But on our last day, I did get to ride it. So that was a little bit of day one. Come day two is the day that the girls and boys performed and they performed at California Adventures, which was so fun. So before they performed, we got there early and we were like doing California Adventures and like all of a sudden... All of a sudden, which actually, now that I'm remembering it, because we took a picture and I remember my outfit, this was actually on day one. So go back to day one when we were over at California Adventures and we were just walking in Avengers land. Did you guys know that they have Avengers land? Yes, they do. It is the coolest land ever. I'm a huge Avengers fan. Well, we're just walking in a park and all of a sudden, Black Widow just like comes out of the back, the back area and walks into the park. And I'm just like with, with a bunch of girls. And I think one guy, and here's Black Widow. And I just like start chatting her up. Like just a normal conversation with her. And, and then uh, someone asked if we could get a picture. And so we got a picture. And I was like, oh, but we got to do that pose. You know, the pose from the Black Widow movie where her sister makes fun of her and calls her a poser. It was just so funny because Black Widow was like, oh, well, we can't be a poser. I was like, yes, we can. Let's do it. And so she showed us how to do it. And we all got a picture of Black Widow. It was just so fun. And I have to say, like her body was banging like I don't know if this was her real body or if it was like the suit that she was wearing because she's wearing like her black suit that obviously black little black widow wears her waist was so tiny and her hips were so big like we all couldn't stop talking about how beautiful her body looked it was just wild I don't really feel like her face looked much like uh, Scarlett Johansson's face but like she was good it it was just so awesome. Okay, so that was day 1. So day 2 again the kids performed. We hung out in California Adventures for most of the day and it's just so fun. They have my favorite ride there, Guardians of the Galaxy. It it's just such a such a fun ride and if you've never been on it, basically it used to be the Tower of Terror, now it's Guardians of the Galaxy and it is my all-time favorite ride in like out of the two parks, that's definitely the one that I want to go on the most. However, it is the one that has the longest line, probably the longest line out of all the rides. So if you can get a Disney Genie, so you can get like in the lightning lane, it's probably worth it. But, uh, so if you don't know that ride, you're basically like sitting in an elevator type of a thing. And then they bring you up to the floors and then they just drop you down really fast. And I love not, I love like keeping my arms up. And not holding on to anything and then kind of like lifting your feet up a little bit because you just fly up and down in the seat. Obviously, the seat belt keeps you from not flying all the way up and like smacking your head. But you definitely like lift off the ground every time it drops down. And it is so fun. And right after the kids performed, that's the one ride that we all did together as like a Fuse Company family. And I think we took up like two, two, what is it called? Like two elevators. For all of us to do it together. You know, obviously we all couldn't fit on the ride at the same time. So we took up two rides, I guess. Is that how you want to say it? And that was so fun. Um, And then day three, we ran into Doctor Strange. And again, it was so wild. Like we were just walking in Avengers land. And all of a sudden he just starts, he just comes out. It's like he just appeared out of nowhere. No, not really. I watched him come out from the back into the park. And again, I, I just started chatting him up. And he was so handsome. The man or the actor that they found to play Dr. Strange, it looks just like Dr. Strange. And he is so handsome. Like, Dr. Strange is pretty handsome, but this gentleman that they got, he was super handsome. And he looked just like Dr. Strange. Black Widow, she didn't really look like her, but this guy chef's kiss like he looked just like him and then we ended up getting a picture with him and what I love the most is like you know they want them to stay in character while they're interacting with the guests at the park well like sometimes I don't really love that and sometimes I don't purposely try to break them out of character but like if I have questions you guys know I'm very inquisitive I want to ask questions and usually like when I want them to break out of character to answer my question I'll say time out time out can we like go to real life just for a moment and then I was asking him because i asked him about his like infinity stone i said oh do you have your infinity stone that you can show me and he goes no basically like Thanos has it right or i think expl- or i think it, it that it exploded and i said wait a minute time out time out time out can we have some real talk I said, in the last Doctor Strange movie, did they even show the Infinity Stone at all? Or did they even talk about that? And he, like, totally broke character and was like, yeah, you know, sometimes the plot lines can get a little confusing. I was like, yeah, that's what I thought. I didn't think that the Infinity Stone that he carries... um they talked about it in the last movie. And so and then he went right back to character. But I love like kind of breaking them out of character, just like to have a normal, real conversation with him. And we took a picture with him. And one of the moms that was staying in our room, she's like a huge Doctor Strange fan. And she happened to be with us at the same time that we ran into Dr. Strange and she, and I had no idea that she loved Dr. Strange. And so it wasn't till later on, she was like, yeah, he's my favorite. He's my husband. Like I love him so much. And so I just thought it was so fun that like that beautiful opportunity came and she got to have a picture with him. It was so awesome. And you know, one thing that's really, that was really kind of like unique about this trip is like I had budgeted for this trip. And this is the first time in my entire life where I could go on a vacation and I could, I I had like, quote, an unlimited budget. But not necessarily unlimited. I just budgeted myself enough money per day to where I could eat whatever I wanted to eat. And I'm one person and I never finish any of my meals. So I did end up throwing a lot of food away. But it was but I rational I rationalized it in my mind as like Jenna, you already saved money for this. You've already put money aside, so I don't really consider it wasting because I was able to pay all my bills right? And I was also able to save for this vacation. But I've never been on a vacation where I could do that before. And I thought, I don't know if I'm ever going to get the opportunity to do this again. And I'm really fortunate and I'm really grateful that I could buy whatever I wanted and I would have enough money to pay for it. Like I didn't usually when we were, or, or I should say in 2019, when we went to Disneyland, like I was making very little money and my mom had already spent a lot of money to take us there for my birthday. And so I didn't buy all the food that I wanted to buy right? I didn't try all the things. I didn't, I didn't get all the souvenirs. And so when I was there this time, it's like, Hey, I can actually do it. And it, I don't know. I just felt like it was a huge milestone and it was something that I was like really proud of and like really excited, you know? So then kind of the downside of Disneyland, I was the third wheel and no one likes being the third wheel and that, that does not make you feel good. And the two ladies that I, this is just the true, honest story. And if they hear that, like I do care I, if they hear this, the, I doubt it, they're going to ever listen to my podcast. But if, if you two are listening, I do care about you guys a lot and I do love you guys a lot, but this is also my truth and what I lived during Disneyland So the two ladies that I traveled that we went to Disneyland for most of the days together because we were all in the same room together. and We all teach at the studio together. I really felt like the third wheel. um, They had a lot more in common than like, I feel like if it's just me and one of the girls, obviously it would have been good. But because there was a third girl there, I feel like it's like bound that someone is going to be the third wheel. And it ended up being me. And I'm older than these girls. I'm like in a different stage of life than these girls. These girls are a little bit, they're a lot more closer in age um, than I am with any of them. They have a lot more things in common. And so it ended up that they would just be talking. They would go on the rides together and I just wouldn't be talking with anybody. And I would have to go on the rides by myself. And that did not feel good. And it's like, you know, I had said when I'm on the rides, I'm living my best life. But during this trip, when I was off the rides, I was really sad. Because no one likes to be left out and no one likes to be a third wheel. And then the last day that we were there, that Saturday. So obviously there's like underage children with us because it's the performing art studio that's there. And a lot of the adults were chaperones. I was not a chaperone and... Another girl I was with was not a chaperone but one of the teenagers ended up getting really sick actually there were so many people sick on our trip it's wild like one of the girls dad dad's was super sick and he was throwing up the whole time so I had to stay in the hotel room one of the girls' sister was really sick and like throwing up and so her and the mom had to stay in the hotel room it was just kind of wild all the people that got sick but So one of the girls, one of the teenagers got sick and she was there with like her friend who's also part of the show choir and they were going to do Disneyland together. Well, she got sick and so that teenager ended up spending time with me and one of the other girls and then again, I was the third wheel and, and that time it made me super sad because she's just a teenager. In my mind, I'm thinking, why are you not going off with the other teenagers? Like, like kind of like. Not necessarily leave leave us adults alone, but what ended up happening was one of the girls that I was with became really good buddies with that teenager, and I ended up being the third wheel and I finally said something we were on one of, we were about to go on the mater's ride, which the mater's ride is very similar to teacups, but way more fun, way, way way more fun. it like jerks you around and it's really fun in cars land. And they were just talking like they normally were doing. And I was feeling very, very left out because they weren't involving me in the conversation. And I said, how many people can fit on this ride? And they said, well, you could probably do three, but it'd be better to do two because you want to have more room to be like, like thrashed around. And I said, oh, so I said, oh, so that means that I'm going to be going by myself then and they were like no 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 we can go no you i can go with you no i can go with you and it's like i don't want a pity partner like i want you to want to go on the ride with me because i'm there too like did you forget about me that's exactly how i felt the entire time that i was completely forgotten about and you know my friend owns the dance studio but she's untouchable because she's the owner of the studio and everybody is pulling and tugging tugging on her and wanting to be friends with her and And it just like, I just felt like there was no room for me and there was no place for me. So that really sucked. And that, that made the trip not as enjoyable as what I thought it could be. But I just tried to look on the bright side and be like, look, I'm here for the rides. Okay. Those rides, living my best life. So, okay. So then day three comes around, we're at the park and I like just looked at my like return flight and I noticed which obviously I agreed to this flight. So I don't know why I was so surprised, but I was like, wait a minute. We don't land back in Phoenix until after 9 p.m. on Sunday. I said, why did I agree to that? We're not leaving California until 7 p.m. What the heck am I going to do from the time that we check out 11 until like we have to leave at 5 p.m.? And in my mind, the entire time I thought we were going to be going to Disneyland on Sunday. Even though I knew that we, I only bought a three-day pass, not a four-day, my mind was completely convinced that we were going to be at Disneyland on Sunday. And that's what we were going to do on Sunday as we were waiting for our flight, right? Totally. That makes a lot of sense. And then Amy, the girl who kind of coordinated all the flights, she was like, everyone bring your suits if you want because I think we should go to the beach on Sunday. And I was like, yeah, right on. This is awesome. Well, the problem was Amy got a rental car. Everybody else was Ubering or lifting or taking a taxi. Do you know how expensive that was? Do you know how expensive that would be? I mean, for us to go from the hotel to the beach and then back to the hotel or hotel beach airport, if we were like taking a taxi or a lift, that would have been so expensive. And so I kind of like I. I just knew I had to get out of there. I was already feeling down and out because I was the third wheel and I was just hanging out by myself, which I should also say, I don't have a problem spending time by myself. But the thing that I couldn't justify was like, my really great friend is here at Disneyland. Like I want to be spending time with her or these teachers who I teach with are at Disneyland. I want to be spending time with them right? It's not like I just went to Disneyland by myself so I would be spending time with by myself. Like my expectation was, okay, there's going to be some people there that I know. Like I would hang out with them. I just assumed. So not that I couldn't go off by myself and do things that I wanted. I just felt like, but wait, like I'm here with people that I know. I should be hanging out with people. I should be hanging out with them. So I'm totally fine doing things on my own. I just felt like in this instance, like I didn't want to be alone. I wanted to be with the people that. I teach with and who are my, who, and you know, the owner is my friend and all those things. So anyways, I did end up spending some time with my friend who's the owner. Um, but obviously her children were there and she was in charge of a lot of like pre-teenagers. And so we didn't get like one-on-one time, but it was still nice to be able to like, kind of like stand next to her or whatever. But okay. So back to what I was saying, day three And I was looking at my flight and I was like, why the heck did I agree to come home at 9 p.m.? Like, I have to be to work at 7 on Monday, literally the next day at 7. And so I was just kind of feeling like I have to get out of here. I cannot, I cannot be in California doing nothing. Like, what am I going to do with my life for those hours while we're waiting for the flight? And everyone, everyone had said, well, we're going to go to downtown Disney. I'm like, "Okay, maybe I could do that for two hours. And then what am I going to do with my life? Like, I just needed to get out. And so thank God I had some Southwest points, okay? But I needed more points. I did not have enough for a one-way ticket. So I spent $72, which also included into my budget. So I did not spend any extra money to get a flight home early. So thank God what happened is I got on Southwest, I spent $72, which let me tell you, this was the best $72 I have ever spent in my entire life. And it was all in the budget, praise God. Like that's even makes it even better. And so I, um, so bought the extra points. I got on my friend who's the owner of the studio. I was able to get on her flight the next day and I made it home I was like in Phoenix having lunch by like 1.30 at my house, like changed my clothes, already put the clothes in the washing machine. My mom was on her way home from work. She was bringing me a swig like like I was just living the best life. OK, I was so happy that I was able to get out of there and I didn't have to wait. And I was very lucky because you guys want to know what what happened to that Frontier flight. So I also had a feeling that something bad was going to happen because Frontier had delayed us twice coming to California. And so I was just like, I bet you that there's going to be something wrong with our flight. Guess what, guys? Frontier canceled our flight. They canceled the flight. And guess what? It was the last flight of the day. And even worse, they only gave us a $50 credit to use on our next Frontier trip. Let me say that again. (laughs) They canceled our flight. It was the last flight of the evening, and they only gave us a $50 voucher. Don't ever fly Frontier, ever. Don't fly them. And that's probably going to be my rant that I'm just going to include in this episode. Don't ever fly Frontier. They're the worst. Don't fly them. And it's so funny because their title or their, like, subtitle is, like, the most eco-friendly airlines. I'm like, yeah, because you suck. And you, like, never probably use emissions because your planes never get off the ground. Okay? It was the worst And my friend, the owner of the studio, she texted me after I was like chilling at home, you know, did all the things, the laundry's in the washing machine, I'm drinking my swig, like just living the best, just like so happy to be home. She's like, did you hear Frontier canceled their flight? And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? And I said, I knew something was going to happen. I just knew it. Like that's how come I needed to get out. There was just something inside of me that was like, you need to leave. Do not hang around. Do not stay. Like, you need to get home. And so what happened was is, so there was then 15 people on that flight. All of them, but like five of them. So 10 people, they rented cars and they drove home. And they got to Phoenix around midnight. And then there was like five others who spent $1,200 and they flew home and they got home around 2 a.m. And I just thank my lucky stars that I, I like... Trusted my intuition and I trusted myself because I really debated, and I really thought it too. I was like, Do I want to spend the extra money right? Do I want to spend the extra money to try to get home early? like I've already committed because I'm a person too who like i I keep my word and I keep my commitments. Like, I I really honor that and I value that in others and I try to do that in myself. And so I really fought with myself. I was like, no, just stay. It'll be fine. And then I was like, no, I need to get out. No, just stay. No, I need to get out. So it wasn't just like a quick jump to decision that I was like, yeah, I'm not staying. I got to get the freak out of here because I really needed to get out. But like once I realized I had Southwest points. Once I realized that, you know what, I'm just gonna spend the $72. And then it wasn't until after I already spent it that I realized, oh my gosh, this is actually within my budget. And I almost thought I wasn't gonna be able to use the points because as soon as I purchased them, I got an email from Southwest that said, okay, your points should show up within like 24 hours. And I was like, no. I need them to show up now so I can book the ticket now and I was like oh gosh I'll have to call Southwest and then I just thought well let me just go onto the app and just see if the points are in my account and they were in my account right away and so I was able to get home and thank God that I was not part of the crew that had to drive home oh my goodness oh my gosh I just feel so lucky well I feel like that's my Disneyland trip in a nutshell and oh wait Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, no. There's one more really good story that I have to tell you. Okay, so we, so I don't know if you guys are familiar with Disney Genie, but, you know, nothing is ever free anymore, and so Disney has taken away, like, the fast passes. Remember, like, back in the day when you could go up to the rides at Disneyland and push the button, and they give you a little ticket, and would be like, come back at this time, right? Oh, where are those days at? Just the good old simple days where it's, like, free. Come on, Disney. You already gouge us so much, Right. Although this trip did not, it was not as expensive as I thought because this year they gave a discount on tickets for our company going because we were performing. Last year I heard that they didn't. And so, and they gave like a chaperone price for tickets, which was really nice too. So it ended up being a lot cheaper than I thought, which I'm really thankful for, but Okay, so you purchase Disney Genie, it's $25 a day, and that's how you can get like the Lightning Lane passes. Well, let me tell you something. I only purchased Disney Genie on day three on Saturday, and I would say it was not worth it because I think I only used it for three rides because Disney Genie controls how many passes you can get at one time, and you cannot get more passes until you use the current passes that you have yes I feel like it's a scam it did allow us to go on guardians though twice because we went as a crew and then on Friday and then on Saturday we got a fa- uh, like a lightning lane pass and so I feel like maybe for the $25 it was worth it just so I could go on guardians again without having to wait in the like just that horrendous line but I don't know I feel like I might not know how to use it correctly or that really is true it just totally limits like, your your flexibility. It's, like, not flexible. Okay, so if you want to ride the Rise of the Resistance ride, you have to pay $25 to get a Lightning Lane for that outside of the $25 that you pay for the G- Disney Genie. So the Rise of the Resistance ride is not included in the Disney Genie. If you want a Lightning Lane pass for Rise of the Resistance, you have to pay $25. So on Friday, I paid the $25 to do Rise of the Resistance. A big group of us did. We go to the ride and it's shut down. And it's so funny because it's shut down because of a Wi-Fi issue. And I was talking with a guy on my team at work and he was like, man, remember the days when uh, rides would be broken down because of like mechanical issues? Now it's because of Wi-Fi. And I was like, yeah, we're, we're dinosaurs. Okay. So, um, okay. So the ride shuts down. Okay. So then Someone in our group had this brilliant thought of because the line, the regular line is not going to be as fast. Or excuse me, someone in our group had a thought of because the ride is broken down, the regular line is not going to be as long because obviously people have like left the area because the ride is broken down. But since we stayed, they, they said, let's go in the regular line we'll do the ride once. We'll come out and then we'll use our lightning lane pass. So we can basically like two birds with one stone, right? No, that's not a good idea. Do not do that. Take it from me. That was the wrong idea. So everyone was like, oh yeah, so genius. So they opened the ride back up. Obviously there's so many people there. We all try to get into the line and the line takes forever. And this is the point, like it was Friday. I was really tired. I think I was out of the adults I probably the adults in our group I probably was the first one to leave the park I was the first one to get home every night to our hotel out of all the adults that were staying in the hotel because I'm not gonna like shut Disneyland down I don't shut parties down I'm not the last one to leave no like no 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 that's just not me like I want to take a hot shower I want to relax my feet but I, I will be there all day for like 12 hours 12 or 13 hours that's fine but like once it hits like 9 p.m and I've been there since like 8 a.m um, I'm out. Like, I, I got to go. I can't stay any longer. Well, it was at that point when we were, like, deep into the line inside of the cave. So I couldn't even escape, even if I wanted to. And I wanted to escape. Like, I was like, get me out of here. I, I It is past my bedtime. We should have done the lightning lane. Now we're stuck in this ride. And then, guys, the ride wasn't even that good. Like, I don't know if you guys have been on rides of the Resistance, but it just it's like more of an interactive ride instead of a roller coaster ride where the Millennium Falcon love Millennium Falcon. And you can do a single rider on Millennium Falcon. Do Millennium Falcon. It's so good. Like it's interactive. You push the buttons. It's like you're flying the ship and like shooting the guns and everything. It's freaking awesome. But Rise of the Resistance, (sighs) I was just like, what is this? I just spent all this time in the freaking line. Okay. I was like kind of freaking out a little bit just because I was so tired and my feet were hurting so bad. And at one point, there was an exit where I could have broken free. But I had asked some of the people who were in my group who had done it before, like, were we close? Were we close to like the ride? And they were like, yes. So I was a champ and I hung on a little bit longer. And okay, And you know how I like, I think it's, you know how I like to have the characters break character, you know? So we so basically okay maybe you don't want to hear this well it could just be a little spoil alert so stop listening if you don't want to know this but basically with rise of the resistance you get on this like spaceship and then it's just like interactive you're not like moving around or anything and then it takes you and you get captured by like the evil people okay and then they open the door and there's just like all these, like, what are those white soldier guys, stormtroopers? Oh my gosh, there's so many stormtroopers and it is so cool. Like it looks, it's visually very appealing and very cool. And I honestly like, and there's a bunch, I mean, and they just like, oh, the doors open to this huge room, this huge room with all these stormtroopers. And I just like had to stand there for a moment and take it all in because I was like, wow, this is like really cool. But basically like the bad guys capture you and they kind of act kind of mean. Well, guys, my personality is to like give it right back to them because I forget that they're like acting. And so the girl who was like under, I don't remember like who the bad guy is, Ren, Ren, I think is his name, right? Like who works for the Rise of the Resistant, who works for the, I don't know what it's called, guys, I'm sorry, who works for the bad guys, okay? She's like being mean to us. And I just like, give it right back to her because I think it's just kind of funny like that she's pretending to be mean and I'm just like joking with her the whole time like I'm not taking it serious I'm like yeah right she's not gonna do anything to us this is a ride like where other people in my group were taking it very serious and I'm just over here talking and chatting and and she's basically getting mad that I'm not participating (laughs) but (laughs) I just like forgot that this is an act okay and that's just my personality. I'm just going to talk to you out of character, like out of your character form, just like I did with the other, uh, Dis- the other Disney characters. Anyway, so. Uh, We do the ride and I just guys the ride just wasn't worth it for for the amount of pain my feet were in and how tired I was but I did get a refund for the $25 so I did end up going for on the ride for free which was nice. But anyways, if that ever happens to you do not go into the regular line go into the lightning lane I promise it'll be so much better. I do remember that there's one more thing that I want to share with you guys. And I do hope that this helps someone out there who's listening. But on our flight home, I got to sit next to my friend, which I'm so thankful that I got to do that because she is a very busy lady. And um, so a lot of the time I don't get to have like one-on-one conversations with her. And so I felt like it was an awesome opportunity because like she couldn't go anywhere. Or are doing much of anything because we were on the airplane. So we got to chat and she was just telling me about her oldest daughter and some of the struggles that she's having. And one of the biggest struggles is that she's having a hard time making friends at school at the dance studio. She has friends because they're there for the same reason and the same passion, the same purpose. But in, at school, it's a lot different. And she was saying that, um, She was just saying that the one friend that she does have is going to a different school next year. And so she doesn't really know what to do with, you know, her daughter. Like, does she want to pull her out of school and homeschool her for that year and then send her to junior high? Or does she want her to just stay in that school or, you know, what have you? But I said, well, you know, I didn't have any friends growing up. And she's like, you didn't? None? And I was like, yeah, I had no friends. And she's like, well well, what do you think I should do? I, and I said, well, I think that it's good for kids to go through hard things because I think it teaches them resilience. It teaches them that they can do hard things and that they can overcome hard things. And I think it's good that they do that they are put in situations that are challenging for them because it's good for them to learn resilience and it's good for them to know, hey, I can overcome this. And life is not rainbows and butterflies. The grass is not greener on the other side. There's going to be challenges every single day of their life. And I think it's really good to know that you can overcome. And so that's what I told her. And I guess that would be my advice for anybody whose children are struggling with creating friends is, look, I had no friends and you can listen to my Gap Navigating Friendships episode where I really go into how bad it was. But here I am today and I have a, a, a core set of friends. I don't make friends very easily. I never have. And I really wonder if a part of that is because I have ADD. And so sometimes like I... I wonder if sometimes it can be difficult to be friends with me, although I don't think that that's true because I have good friends. I just don't have a lot. I have like a handful, right? Like, and um, I know a part of my ADD is like sometimes I can just like randomly blurt things out. <laughs> I don't have threats, okay? But sometimes like if I have something on the core thought of my mind, sometimes my my brain will just tell my mouth to say the word, like to just say what it is without me having any control, and I'm like, oh shoot, that's my ADD. Or sometimes I can interrupt people when they're talking and I don't mean to do it on purpose. It's just like, again, I have that thought in the very front of my brain and it needs to come out. So it just comes out. That is a, t- that is a total normal thing for people to do, the interrupting in conversation when you have ADD. And so I think that if you're not used to being around someone like me, it could be a lot and you might, you might not know how to handle it or be okay with it. But anyways, I just gotta say that put your kid in a difficult situation. I mean- I think so. And the other advice that I gave her is like, you know what? I think that also when she goes into junior high, there's going to be multiple schools coming to that school. And so you never know what friendship she could create there from kids that she just hasn't met yet. And I said, and I don't want you to take away that opportunity for her to make those friends. So if you want to pull her out for sixth grade and homeschool her, Great. And then have her go back to school in seventh grade because then there's going to be more people and more opportunity for her to make friends. But like, don't shield your children. I just feel like don't like they need to learn resilience. They need to learn that they can overcome. Those are going to be great qualities that they're going to need as adults. They're going to they're going to need to know that they can do it and that they can survive. Okay, so I hope that that helps someone. And I'm really glad that I got to talk to my friend about it. And I don't know if she's going to take my advice. I think she already knows what she wants to do. It sounded like she already knows what she wants to do. She just like needed to verbally process it, you know? So, yeah. Oh, and then I also want to say, this is something else that I want to say, is I was talking with my friend about how I was feeling, how I was a third wheel the whole weekend and how I was feeling very left out. And one thing that she said to me was, you know, I think that the one girl became, you know, more buddy buddies with the teenager who's 16 is because the one girl knew, well, Jenna's really independent and Jenna could probably handle it on her own where this girl is 16 and she probably needs more of an adult figure with her. And I, and I said, oh, really? Really? I, I, I never would have thought about it that like that because I just was feeling left out and she was like yeah I'm pretty sure that's what happened like I don't think it was intentional and here's the thing I don't think that those two girls leaving me out was intentional no I think it just happens because that's kind of what happens when you have a group of three right and but when she opened my eyes to that new perspective I said oh that's a really interesting perspective it still hurt very much what they did to me but I'm but it's also nice for me to know. Okay, so it wasn't on purpose, and maybe that is true. Like maybe she just stepped up because she was like, "This girl's only sixteen. She's not there without her. She's not there with her parents. Her best friend is sick, so now she's gonna be do- Disney- doing Disneyland by herself, and she's only 16. Where do you want to know what my thought was? My thought was like, "Girl, you're sixteen. Mature up. Man up. Take care of yourself." <laughs> That was honestly my reaction because I am, I am the youngest sibling. I've never had to take care of anybody before. I've never had anybody solely rely on me to take care of them. And so I don't, I, I don't have that same perspective. I'm also not a mom yet. You know, hopefully I will be. And so when I see that these children, they need, they're needy in that sense. I'm like, what are you doing? Take care of yourself. Also, I'm very independent. I know how to take care of myself. So it's just a different perspective and a different like a mindset shift that I should have made when I was at the park. But again, I didn't know that because that's not the perspective that I see through. So anyways, those are just some good lessons that I learned. Maybe you can take it away. Maybe you can take something away from it or maybe not. But thanks for listening and stay tuned because my R&Rs are coming up next. And as you already know, my rant for the week is Frontier Airlines. I don't need to explain anymore. If you already listened to this episode, then you know why I hate them and I will never use them. Don't ever use Frontier Airlines. I promise you, do not do it. You will regret it. So funny. I started to record my rave for the week and then I was done recording and I looked down and I was like, oh, I forgot to push record. So let's say this again. My rave for the week is that. And I just realized you guys are going to be hearing this. I'm recording this in in May. Y'all are not going to be hearing this until the fall time. So by this point, I will already have my braces off. But currently, right now, what I'm raving about is that in two months, I get my braces off. I have two more appointments, regular appointments to go to. And then that third appointment that I have is when they will come off. And I'm really excited to see my brand new smile. But what else I was saying is it's a bittersweet moment because I really love my orthodontist. My orthodontist, both orthodontists, and the office, like the Frost Nichols office, is such a homey place. It makes me feel like home. I love going there. I look forward to going every month. I mean, they give you ice cream. You can get. They also have cookies. You can get a swig, and everyone there is just so friendly. It smells good. It's aesthetically pleasing, and I just really love it. And one of the receptionists, her name is Jill. A couple weeks ago, I got a card from her in the mail, like with the Frost Nichols. And she was just like saying what a joy it's been for me to be in the office and how she how I like bring a smile to her face every time I'm there because, you know, I'm really personal and I just talk to everybody and I'm really going to miss it. I'm going to miss going there. It, it, it's definitely a part of my life that I'm so thankful that I had the opportunity for them to work on my teeth because they are world renowned and they are so amazing. I feel really lucky that I had the opportunity for them. This is my third time having braces, guys. Like, well, I, I can't go anymore. I hope that this is the final, but I'm really going to miss it. I, I truly am. And it's probably going to be a little bit of sadness once I'm done um, because I don't get to go there anymore. I said, I might just have to show up and say, hi. <laughs> oh, I'm really going to miss it, but I'm also excited to have my braces off. Well, that is all I have for you on this episode of A Conversation with Jenna. But remember, the conversation doesn't have to end here. If you have thoughts and opinions on my thoughts and opinions, you can email me at a conversation with Jenna at gmail.com. I can't promise that I will respond to every email, but I would love to hear from you. Also, please rate and review my podcast on whatever platform you listen on. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Don't let the things you want make you forget the things you have. Thank you so much for listening, and I can't wait to talk with you next time. Bye.